All right, and we're going out to Milwaukee. The Games and Grub podcast. Hey, well, what are we calling this? Grubs and Games? Games and Grubs? Games and Grubs. So, Games and Grubs. All right. Games and Grub. Best podcast on the planet. How we doing? Thanks for supporting the Games and Grub. Shout out Games and Grub Radio. Friendship with the Games and Grub podcast. Welcome yeah. to Games and Grub. I appreciate your patience tonight. It's been a moment since I've done some public speaking. I find nowadays it's, you know... Best to keep quiet. But uh, sometimes you just gotta let it out. Young angel and young lion. You know what it is. Uh, love. I hear your solo today for reasons that will remain undisclosed, right? I guess we will uh we will ride solo for the next for the next 20 and then we'll be out. Two things I love. Coffee and ice cream. Moose tracks, that's been my Number one, and that's this was actually what I was eating a couple days ago when Zach pointed out and was doing a great observation, like Tony Romo in the booth, on my ice cream eating. So Zach, oh yeah, I analyzed. I analyzed his ice cream eating last night to a couple nights ago. It was every time that he ate a scoop of ice cream, he'd take like a lick or two off the uh, spoon, get all the ice cream, and then. He would drop it in the bowl, wait exactly 15 seconds, pick up the spoon again, and do it again. And it was just perfectly timed every single time, 15 seconds on the dot. And when he didn't drop it and he was going in for more, he'd double that and it'd be 30 seconds every time. I, I didn't Social take time. Experiment. I didn't take time myself, but you, I really commend you because you took the effort to time it on your watch, <laughs> the intervals. So I was astonished at the circadian rhythm that goes into my ice cream eating. Mm-hmm. Great. Thanks, Aiden. Coffee. It's an ingrained part of our morning routine. Cup by cup, day by day, we don't really think too much about our coffee, unless you're my friend Buddy the Elf. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee! Great job, everybody! Last week on the show, we brought up Wallet Hub's official ranking of 2020's best coffee cities in America. Milwaukee was ranked, just wait for it, 87th. I'll be okay, I just need a glass of water. The 414, also known as Brew City, for reasons that I thought weren't limited to beer was embarrassingly placed behind the likes of Hialeah, Florida. You disgust me. How can you live with yourself? Chandler, Arizona. You sit on a throne of lies. It did not sit right with me at all. Side note, no offense to those two cities I just mentioned at all. Heck, Marcus Howard is from Chandler, Arizona. In fact, in my only TV appearance ever recorded, I shouted out Chandler, Arizona. Play the clip. Do you know who Marcus Howard is? The point, point guard, guard Marquette. Chandler, Best Arizona, baby. I have felt a connection to Milwaukee coffee for a while, but what pushed my enthusiasm to the point of action was this ranking partnered with Uncle Chris's call into the show last weekend. So listen, your coffee thing, Aiden, you got to get in touch with the people that are the PR people. Uh, they're doing the national coffee in Milwaukee and say, you know, what's going on? That's a failure of marketing and PR right there, my friend. That, was, that's what you should do. It was right. That's a great idea. It was. It was a shame. Pointed out to him. 
I am. A, it could all change. I am a huge fan <laughs> of this. I I'm a pioneer. I'm I'm a Milwaukee coffee, uh, afic- aspiring aficionado. So this this would be my idea. I love it. So anyway, listen. Get on the coffee thing. All right. I want to know. I want to know what what the outcome is. But I think this is an opportunity for you to get a sponsor and to become like, you know, the voice of Milwaukee coffee. There you go. Milwaukee coffee not getting the daylight it deserves on a national scale was something that internally spoke to me, especially as a college student. Not only has Milwaukee Coffee provided me with the best caffeine jolt I could ask for, more than that, it has given me a different place to study and do work when I've been most desperate for such spots. During the pandemic, students are stuck to their dorm or apartment bedroom for most workdays, creating a makeshift work environment out of really the same place they rest their head every night. It doesn't work as well for me, and I have a funny feeling I'm not the only one. So this summer, I needed a change of scenery. As I ventured around the city, almost always via the bus, I might add, with me, myself, and my backpack, I realized the depth and the breadth that the Milwaukee coffee scene has to offer. At no point did I run out of spots. At every point, I realized these places needed to have their voices heard and their business supported. You could be the guy. You could be the guy. In this endeavor, I feel especially blessed to follow in the footsteps of Mark Kettle on this Jimmy Butler. Butler saw an opportunity in the NBA bubble to raise awareness of coffee. Right now, I'm charging 20 bucks a cup. So if you if you want some, come through. People think you're joking, but you have a French press here, right? I got everything. 20 bucks a cup. <laughs> uh, small, medium, and large. All of it's $20 a cup. So. Um, <laughs> Why is that. your coffee special, cellmate? Because like you can't get coffee nowhere here. So I might bump it up to 30 bucks a cup. Just depends. People here can afford it, so anybody complaining? I plan to do likewise for the same city that his team took down in the playoffs. The Milwaukee Bucks lose. The best team in the NBA is gone. And the Miami Heat going to the Eastern Conference Finals. This is Games and Grub. The game and the grub is coffee. The city is Milwaukee. Welcome to my newest segment. Mill Coffee, where I bring you around the Milwaukee coffee scene, cup by cup, day by day. Hey, well, what do we call this? Grubs and games? Games and grubs? Games and grubs. So, games and grubs. All right. Dry. Dry? Dry? Someone choking on a dry scone. Someone is choking. Someone is choking on that scone. So it's so dry. Someone is someone is choking. So how is this how is this gonna work? And this is this is transitions fully into our ten questions. Are scones supposed to be dry? Yes. Even if you choke on them. No, because you're supposed to eat it with hot coffee or hot tea or, or some type of beverage. I'm never just going to take a scone. If I'm going to get a scone, I'm going to get a coffee. Or scratch that. If I'm going to get a coffee, I'm going to get a scone with it. And it's not supposed to be flaky dry. It's, it's got to just be dry, dry, like bread dry on the inside. So super dry. Yes. Okay. Interesting. My thought on this was it can be dry. It's got to be, I think it's got to be right in the middle. You're saying super dry. I'd like it to be a little bit in the middle. I think when you make it a little bit more <clears throat> moist, I know people hate that word, but hate's a strong word. Um, people dislike that word. 
it's not aesthetically pleasing. But when you have it be a little bit more moist, I think it hurts the quality of scone. So I think you meet in the middle. And I was talking to a guy, right? Again, you, you just get in conversations with people. I was sitting at the sitting at the coffee bar. You had a conversation with a random man at a coffee shop. The asking guy, about whether he liked dry scones. I didn't ask him. He started the conversation. Wow. And I just jumped in saying... Yeah, I I don't I don't hate you know scones being dry. Games and grub, best podcast on the planet. How we doing? The real estate in between Starbucks and Makiyaki Sushi. Oh, this is great! This is big news for Marquette right now. Listen up. Will be filled by a combination of Jamba and Auntie Anne's. They are now hiring. Will this succeed? What an addition to the Marquette campus, Aiden. Of course it will. Something that hasn't been on campus in in uh, recent years has been a smoothie place. And side dr- question. Place. This isn't part of the question, but did you know that they removed juice from their name? It's just Jamba now? It's just Jamba now. Jamba juice, I feel like, went together. Like uh, Jamba juice was in the, the sicko mode by Travis Scott. It was in the lyric. I don't it know. Was, this, this, could change, part of it. this could change a little bit of, of campus culture. People uh, people on one side of campus walk down to that Dunkin' downtown. Other people go to the Starbucks. That's right going to be right next to the Jamba Juice. Huge. People are going to have another reason to walk towards Wild. The campus is kind of moving back a little bit. I'd be really, shifting up. I'd be really interested, Zach, to see the hours on this place, how, how late they're open. Because people looking for an Auntie Anne's pretzel. If the Auntie Anne's at midnight, is open at midnight, this they could be will dangerous. be raking in the yeah. cash. Friendship with the Games and Grub podcast. This week, I wanted to shout out a close friend and ally of Games and Grub, Miss Jenny Fisher for her amazing work recently highlighted on social media promoting mental health awareness. September was Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and Jenny decided to take up a new project. Aside from her brand new job at the NBA and the WNBA doing digital content, I'll get to that project in a minute. Before that, I want to give a little preface. Jenny came on our show, and we had a really fun conversation centered on everything from her market experience, having graduated as part of the class of 2019, to her jump shot, it, it was a highlight of my quarantine. In that conversation, I asked her the hardest question I've ever asked in an interview, how she's transitioned from losing her mother to suicide 10 years ago. Here's the clip. Yeah, and I appreciate you bringing it up because I think sometimes people like tend to put that kind of stuff under the rug and kind of shy away from it. And when I look at the hardship parts of it, it's like, that's kind of who I am. And whether it's, you know, losing someone who obviously was super close to me and like, I mean, my mom would love to see like what I'm doing right now. Like I think about that all the time. She played basketball at Marquette. She was part of NCAA women's basketball when it was becoming an NCAA sanctioned sport. And now I'm on the other end where I am getting to, you know, interview these NCAA women's basketball players. And I'm, I'm like, gosh, I just wish I could pick up the phone and call her and be like, hey, like check this out because I know that she would love it. Um, but for me, it's, it's kind of taking those hardships and realizing that there is something good to come out of it. One of my favorite quotes is, don't ask for a lighter load, but a stronger back. And so kind of leaning on that in the sense of like, look, 
bad things are going to happen, but they're there to make you stronger. And I think it's something that's especially relevant now because people are losing jobs. They're losing loved ones um, because of this pandemic going on. And so obviously there's no timetable, but knowing that there's a plan for all of this um, and just kind of keeping that mindset and keeping a strong head on your shoulders to know that, you know, bad things may happen, but it's not for nothing. So that project I mentioned, September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, as I just brought up. Jenny decided, while drinking coffee and journaling one morning, to sell t-shirts and rally people together. Keep showing up is a motto Jenny is a huge fan of and deeply relates to her experience with loss. And keep showing up t-shirt, the t-shirt idea was born, with all proceeds donated to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. One week later, 200 orders are through, $1,000 right off the bat donated to AFSP. The initiative skyrocketed, it turned into a Twitter frenzy, the Marquette community got on the train and it, and it took off. In all, the initiative started by Jenny just weeks ago raised nearly $9,000 for the AFSP as 860 t-shirts were sold. So shout out to Jenny for being such a great ambassador for mental health awareness and, and really just being a representative of Marquette. Find all the details on this movement on her Twitter and Instagram pages at Jenny Lynn Fish. J-E-N-N-Y-L-Y-N-N-F-I-S-C-H. Isn't that right, Father Lawrence? And Miss Jenny Fisher, Marquette, 2019 grad, now she's now working in New York. She's an amazing asset, isn't she, to Marquette and to the whole world of She is amazing. Basketball, yeah. Keep showing up and keep going. Way to go, Bridget. I forgot to mention something last week. As we get into a little Games and Grove housekeeping that I forgot to mention, but I think it's worth noting. I want to congratulate the fans of the show. You know who you are. I don't need to mention your name. We reached last week a total of 1,000 total plays on our podcast feed. One million. Okay. First of all, what are you dressing up for this year? That's a great poll question. Call us, tweet us, dressing Instagram us, yeah. at GrubMUR. Or you can try to vote for, you can try to give me ideas as to what I should wear. And I'll go so far as to wear it to the studio next weekend if you give me a good idea. So Is that going to be out on social media? Or are we gonna- I'll, uh, I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound vain, but yeah, you can, if you have... If you have an idea, if you have a recommendation for what I should wear, what what I should go as, I'll consider it. I'll get all the submissions in and pick my favorite one and give that person love so I will wear it. I will wear it on the air. We'll, we will have we'll have a little contest. If we get any submissions, how's my uh, favorite buddy Elf doing over there? <sighs> Somebody need a hug. Oh wait. <laughs> That, that'd be more than six feet. I'm sorry if you can't intrude on that. So Aiden currently is wearing a Buddy Elf costume because it is none other than the October 31st Halloween. You got that right. You guys are great, by the way. Costco, had a col- uh, as a college student, like going to the jungle and seeing all these beautiful things. And <laughs> it's it's just like a plethora of different things, like you different swoop animals. Around, you swoop around like Tarzan. Plants are in the jungle. It's just like everything's there. The jungle. It's a whole eco like ecosystem. 
It's okay, so it's like when an opponent goes into TD Garden to play the Bruins, like Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. You got to be prepared before you walk into Costco. You can't just walk in. You got to be mentally, physically prepared to get what you're getting and get out, because it can suck you in. It's like Andy Reid and Bill Belichick got to have their game plans to face each other mm-hmm. when they're ready. You got to have your play sheet ready. Kirk Herbstreit always says you got to have. Your first 15 plays mapped out. I know Zach just shook his head because he doesn't like Kirk Street. But what do all the analysts always say? Most teams have their first 15 plays scripted, and then they go into the flow of the game. This is Costco is even more stricter, where you got to have basically all four quarters lined up, all 60 minutes. Yeah, you got to know. And if you don't, then you're you'll probably take more than 60 minutes. You're going to have to play for overtime. Yeah. And you know those overtime rules in the NFL. You get screwed. Absolutely. So... One one field goal here or there, one one stop on fourth down, and your bills either your bills going up, your receipts going up, or you don't get what you want. So I'm excited for this Costco experience wow. now. That was uh was that was that too that was beautiful. Was too that much was, of a stretch? No, that was a great way to describe <laughs> Costco. Way to go, Bridget. I'm just gonna let this run. All you have to do is listen. Historic franchise and to be a part of this is something that I'll be able to talk about and my, my grandkids and kids will be able to talk about that their papa or their dad played for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's like playing for the Yankees and winning. It's like playing, you know, for the Cowboys and winning a Super Bowl or, or the Patriots. Okay, there is a lot to unpack here. Papa, are they dad? Their papa or their dad played for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh-huh. And then also, he goes over multiple, obviously, historic franchises. Yankees, Cowboys, Patriots. Are you just listing the names of all the teams LeBron has reportedly bandwagoned over the course of his professional whoa, career? Whoa, whoa, I think he's giving him just enough credit in that. I don't I understand. Is he... <laughs> Papa's okay. I wonder if he's really decided on what he wants to be called as a father yet. Is I mean, he still imagine, figuring it out? No, I imagine he already has it figured out considering he called himself the king. I feel like that. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, you can't, he's not going to not tell his kids what to call him if he's calling, he's telling the media to call him the king. And that's been f- since forever. But I feel like that's something, I feel like that's something you figure out before you have kids, right? After you win your fourth NBA championship, yeah, he's and thinking about his kids, you're thinking about your kids. Hey, at, at that, you know, when you when you flip it in that in that way, you can't you can't mock him. So, it, I I I didn't understand, but then it's like playing for the Yankees and winning. It's like playing, you know, for the Cowboys and winning a Super Bowl or or the Patriots. Cowboys, Yank- Patriots, Yankees. Is he just listing the names of? No, middle, middling big market teams those today. Those are the best. The, the best. The best. The, the championship. Yankees, the, Lakers, the Cowboys. The championship list since 2009. Yankees. The the Stephen A. Smith ridiculed Cowboys. The, the Tom Brady less Patriots. Ooh. LeBron. This, this is. I mean, it's poetic stuff, really. Is, is he? Here's here's another thought. Is he just listing names of? patriotic team names it's like playing for the yankees and winning it's like playing you know for the cowboys and winning a super bowl or, or the patriots 
what's next? The the Washington Nationals, the the New York Liberty. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. How, how about the Philadelphia 76ers? <laughs> the, the Yankees. Obviously, Amer- a Yankee is an American. Cowboys. Hey, you're drilling into America's right team. Now. You're drilling into them. The Patriots. Paul Revere, 1776. Uh, sorry, that was Philadelphia 76ers. There's, I mean, there just seems to be a common theme here. LeBron really seems to like his American history. I, I don't, uh, I don't make, I don't mean to make fun of LeBron too much. Just, just a, just Paul, enough. Paul, or their dad played for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, maybe. Oh, here it is. He's thinking, he's thinking of Papa as his grandfather name. I get it. LeBron has actually beat. He's actually beat me to the punch because not only does does he have his father nickname picked out, he has his grandfather's as well. And that's full circle. That's why he's an NBA champion, and I'm not. Hey, well, what do we call this? Grubs of games, games and grubs. Games and grubs. So, games and grubs. All right. Okay, so let's start with that. All right, let's go to get right after it. Let's screw the script. Remember about a couple, it was about maybe a week and a half ago, maybe around election day, that there were so many ladybugs on campus. Was Did it, you notice this? No, was it breeding season for the ladybugs? Do you know why? Uh, is there a breeding season? I for don't know. I don't so know. on campus, again, if my memory fails me, it was around election day, so around a couple weeks ago, and it was super nice. Everyone was outside walking, t-shirt and shorts. Now it's, you know, 30 degrees again, so we're back to normalcy. Speaking of the new normal this year, we're back to around regular Milwaukee weather. But the ladybugs were out in full force. And I remember coming back to the house after a full walk back from my class. And there's one stuck to my backpack. And the worst part, I was walking back and one got stuck in my mask right next to my nose. And I had to take the mask off, like flick the ladybug away and keep going. I, I could not believe the outbreak of not only COVID-19, but also ladybugs in 2020. And maybe it's just a Milwaukee thing. Maybe it's a nice no, weather that, thing. That is definitely, I see it now because I remember in class, I saw a girl, um, she like hit her jacket and her water fell on the ground. One of those nice metal water bottles. You know that sound when a water bottle hits, uh, hits the, the ground in the middle of the classroom. So that happened. Uh, and I think her excuse for knocking over a water bottle was there's a ladybug on me. Games and Grub, best podcast on the planet. How we doing? Sounds like a great a Saturday. It should be. Got some leaves done this morning, and now I'm ready to, you know, get your work done first, and then you can play afterwards. You know the deal. <laughs> that's it. That's the college lifestyle. There you go. Absolutely. It is. That's the college lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get. We get like your to work think done. it is. <laughs> yeah, you guys are getting your work done now, and then you can, then you're gonna have all fun the rest of the time. All yep. right, I just want to make sure. Great. Thanks, Aiden. Yeah, it's Matt Wolf calling. How are you? Matt Wolf calling. <laughs> Matt, why didn't you make the cut yeah, this week? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, plus three. Well, you know, guys, it's tougher than you think. Uh, plus three. Uh, I thought I played good down the stretch. You know, I thought I'd sweep that one on eight into the uh, scrub. But they, they keep that second level so high here. Yeah. And with the greens playing the way they were, it's just... Uh, what happened on 17 with that there. double? Double bogey on 17. Yeah, I know. I, you know, it's good because I wanted to watch some football today, so I'm looking on the bright side. <laughs> I know I didn't make the cut, but 
looking on the bright side because uh, I get to watch some football now. I get to watch Notre Dame and, uh, you know, that. So it, it'll be good in the long run. You know, of course, it's special to play Augusta, but it's not my favorite course, to be honest. I like to play uh, just outside of uh, Maryland. There's a course in Baltimore that I like to play a little better than that. But overall, a good round for me, a good experience. I'm still number 14 in the world. Uh, you guys have a wonderful show. Thanks for mentioning me. And uh, Yeah, I got a quick question, Matt. Quick question. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, so hockey teams, when they're done <laughs> with their season early, uh, when they don't go to the playoffs or they get booted from the playoffs early, hockey teams, normally players go golfing. So does that mean now that you're done at Augusta, are you going to play hockey somewhere? You know, uh, who's, it? Which, who's this, Zach? Yeah. Yeah, Zach, you know, I haven't really thought about it. I'm weighing my options right now. I have a lot of things going on, you know, business-wise. Uh, I, there's some uh, there's a, a job at Ikea that I was looking at this, <laughs> for this week, short term. Um, so I'm looking at that. I'm, I'm not really a skater so much, so i probably do something in the business field. But you guys have a wonderful day. I appreciate you. I'll try to do better next uh, next turn. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Oh, awesome. good Thank luck, you. Matt. Final four. This has been Games and Grub.